Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero in your new home by giving you all the information that you need to make a great decision whether you're building, buying, designing, or renovating your next project. Today's topic is seven things not to overlook when touring a home. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning into The Home Building Hero today. So today's topic, again, is seven things not to overlook when touring a home. And, you know, when you're in the market and you start looking at houses, obviously you're going to look online, but then you're also going to go to some open houses and you're going to start looking at houses. And a lot of times it gets very easy to get distracted, you know, and especially if there's a few people in the open house that can be distracting. If there's an agent there, that can also be distracting. Sometimes you get an agent that will just, you know, rush, meet you at the door and follow you around and talk your ear off. And it gets very hard to look at things in a home and understand, you know, what you're really looking at. And this is especially um, designed, I guess, this podcast and, and what I want to talk about is really especially geared towards new construction. You can certainly use a lot of these uh, little ideas that I'm putting out there for existing homes as well. But sometimes for new construction, you know, it's very easy to overlook things. And sometimes people don't really realize what is quality. And, um, you know, a lot of builders are getting very good at uh, hiding, you know, hiding things because they can hide a lot of stuff in the walls that you wouldn't necessarily see and uh, they, they put a little extra dressing on and what I mean by that is they might put a little fancier hardware on um, to cover up that the cabinets are really cheap or they may put some extra window coverings on just to hide the fact that there's no wood on the windows and those kind of things so I'm going to give you some tips just to look for just to see what make sure that you know what kind of house you're getting because I have heard stories of people where they thought they were getting a certain level of finish on a home and then all of a sudden the home is done and they go to the builder and go it's not done yet what about this what about that and I certainly do not want that to happen to you so let's begin seven things not to overlook when touring a home okay first and foremost you're walking up to the house this is the easiest time to check stuff out instead of just diving right in and going into the house what I would suggest is to look at the outside of the house before you go in it. So just take a quick look at the siding. Look at the corners where the siding meets the corners. Is that caulked? Is that painted well? You know, look look at the siding. Just go up close. Is it got a good coat of paint on it? Um, I've been in homes where, brand new homes, where right by the front door where you're taking your shoes off, there's paint missing on part of the siding. And that's just, this is embarrassing. Like that's just a bad start. And so I would look at that, look and make sure that, you know, all the windows are caulked, make sure that, you know, all the siding is, is butted up and caulked and, um, everything has got a full coat of paint on it. It's a simple thing, but it's really easy to do, especially right before you get to the home. If for some reason you forget, you can definitely walk around afterwards, but make sure that you're looking at the outside of the home just as much as you're looking at the inside. And that's a good indicator. So the second thing that you're going to want to do and you're not going to want to overlook when you're touring the home is after you get in, make sure that you go check out the windows right away. And the reason I say that is that windows are very important. 
Uh, we do have a podcast all about windows if you want to catch that, by the way. But, you know, go look at the windows and first, you know, check out and see what brand they are. Uh, most name brand windows will very um, prominently display their name on it. If there is no name, it's probably more of a generic window. And you're definitely going to want to look into what that window is, what kind of ratings it has and those kind of things. So definitely look at that first. And then don't be afraid to try the window. <laughs> and most people don't do this, but actually ask if you can open the window, try it, you know, just operate it. Because, you know, a good window that's installed well should be able to open and close easily, tip out and do all the things that it needs to do. So if it's for some reason not, you know, you're going to notice that and then you may want to check another window or two and just, just try it out. You know, it's okay. If you're thinking of buying this home... You're certainly entitled to try some of those things out. But beyond that, what a lot of people miss, besides the actual window and how it's installed, is is it cased with wood? If that's something that's important to you, like you want wood casing around your windows, a lot of people just forget to even look at it and they don't even notice. And it adds, you know, thousands of dollars sometimes, depending on the size of the house, to have all the windows cased with wood. And what I mean by that is the... You, you set your window in and then there's your sill, which is that flat area. You want to make sure that has wood on it or some sort of treatment on it instead of just drywall. Drywall will get beat up pretty easily. And then look around, is there actual casing going in front of that window frame? Now, certainly if that's not important, you want a minimalist look, you don't mind that, that's okay. But a lot of people don't look at that and a lot of times there's a little window treatment in front of it and then all of a sudden... You think, oh, hey, I, you know, I got this finished house with all these really nice windows in it, and they pull the window treatments out, and you look behind it, and there's nothing there. And that can be very disappointing, and that's just something where people can um, think they're getting something that they really weren't. So that was the second thing that you're going to look at when you're touring a home. The third thing you're going to want to look at is the woodwork. And... Again, a lot of times you're looking at the space and you're looking at the furniture and again, they get the agent in there maybe distracting you and talking to you a lot, but you're going to want to look at the woodwork. And what I mean by that is, is look at some of the door openings and check out the casing around the doors. Is it solid wood? Is it feel good? Feel some of the corners where it's mitered. Is it smooth? Are there big gaps between it? Um, just look at that because... There is a certain way to put that in, and there's a better way to install it than in a way that's not so good. So um, a lot of builders will use pre-finished materials. And again, if, if it's a pricing, I understand. And if it's all you can afford, I get it. If you're looking for something a little more quality, pre-finished woodwork does not give you the level of quality that you're going to get out of a, a job-finished woodwork. So what I mean by that is you know, if the miter joints are already splitting apart or they're not really smooth... It's possible it could be a pre-finished wood and feel the wood. You know, if it feels really thin, tap on it. Um, it could be press board or something like that. You know, that, that's a sign of lower quality. You know, if it feels solid and you feel the miter joints and they're very nice and smooth and uh, feels just feels good and they're all nice and tight, that's going to be a quality install. Not only a quality install from the finished carpenter who put all that casing and base in, but if, if those things are really nice and plumb, that means that you had a good framing job as well. So it's a good indication of quality. So look at that woodwork. You know, Again, look at if it, the house does have window casings, look at those as well. Just look at how the baseboard is installed. You, know, you can kind of see pretty quickly if 
there's a gap between the baseboard and the casing. That's a pretty simple install. If they can't get that right, it's, you know, probably not the best install that you're going to see. So just kind of gives you an overall feel for the level of detail and the quality. You know, even check the woodwork, you know, if you just glance around, you know, are there nail holes throughout or are the nail holes all puttied up and filled in? You know, just look at those little things because that little extra step makes a huge difference. So the fourth thing that you're not going to want to overlook when you're touring a home is the cabinets. And I think it's important to look at those and, and don't just look at them from the surface and go, ooh, I like the color. Those are pretty. Or, ooh, that's really nice hardware. Open the door. Look inside. Do the cabinets have backs on them or is it just drywall behind it? Feel the actual door. Is it a really thin, you know, basically laminate type door or is it a solid wood door? Then feel the ends of the cabinet. A lot of companies are using press board for everything, so you can tell almost right away. Press board is just basically going to be, um, you know, a, a kind of chipped wood material with a very thin real wood coating on the outside. And so you hit that hard or you scuff it and uh, it, it's really almost impossible to fix. So feel the end of that cabinet. You can tell a solid cabinet versus a um, prefab box type cabinet pretty easily. Just tap the end of it and, and look at that. And especially look at if there's an island with like a snack ledge on it. Look and see, is is the is it just a drywall wall that they butted a cabinet to or is it actually a solid wood cabinet that has a snack ledge on it? That gives you a big indication of the level of quality on that. And, and cabinets, a lot of times people just glance at them and go, yeah, I, I like the style of it. But open and close the cabinet doors, open and close the drawers. Look inside, see how the shelves are and everything. Just understand, you know, when you're touring a home, look at the, the entirety of the home because you're going to be using those cabinets a lot. And uh, if you've got really cheap cabinets in it, that's going to be something that you're going to be wanting to replace and could be expensive. So definitely look at the cabinets, feel them, feel if they're solid, you know, and, and look inside and try them out. You know, it's just like a car when you take a test drive, right? You give it a little gas, you, you turn up the radio, you know, you try the air conditioning, all those kind of things. When you're touring a home, you got to kind of do the same thing. Try it out. Try out the cabinets. Try out the windows. You know, just make sure that you're looking at everything besides just the overall home. All right. Now, the fifth thing that you're going to want to look at when you're touring a home is the basement. And we're going to get a little bit more uh, into construction here, but a lot of people kind of just glance at a basement. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's got a basement. Okay. Looks good. There's no water in it. Okay. But I would suggest doing a lot more than that. So go check out the basement. Obviously, first you're going to want to look at all the walls down there and just see if there's any major cracks or if you see any water, if you see a lot of rust up on the wall or, or big stains in the corners that might indicate that there was water there. But you're also going to want to look at the mechanicals in the basement. So go and look at you know, the furnace and see what brand it is and see they have a little sticker on them usually you can see the rating of the furnace go look at the electrical panel look and see are all the the um is everything in the electrical panel marked out all right are all the fuses marked out real clearly then look at the lines where how the electrics run and how the plumbing's run is it is it cleanly installed or is stuff kind of going in every direction 
that just indicates a good install. If it's if it's all kind of done well and thought out, or is there just things everywhere and it's sprawled all over and it was just kind of hacked in. It's really important to look at that. And then look at your water lines so you know what kind of water lines you have. Are they are they copper? Are they aquapex? Are they PVC? Are they, you know, are they, again, marked and installed and look good? Is there any water dripping off them? Those kind of things. Just take a quick look at that. It really makes a difference. It, it definitely gives you an indication of the level of quality. And then also look at the joists of the floor. So look up from below and see how far apart are they? Are they, they look like they're 16 inches apart, which is going to give you a pretty solid floor. Or are they further than that? Are they 21 inches? Are they 24 inches? So that means that you might have a bouncy house if you have those that far apart. Nobody wants to live in a bounce house. Might be fun for the kids, but it's not something you want to live in. So look at how those floor joists are installed. You can also look at too and see, are there a bunch of nails that missed the joists? Sometimes you'll go into a house and there'll be like an entire row where they, they completely missed nailing the floor joists down. So just just an indicator to make sure that you've got a quality install there. But I definitely recommend looking at you know the furnace and, and just checking out what the rating is on it because that information will be marked on there. If there's a well, a lot of times you can see how deep the well was. Uh, that information is on there and you know you can look and see if there's a water softener what kind that is and uh, all those kind of things there's a lot of very key components in that basement and you want to make sure that you're spending a little bit of time down there looking at things and then if you are thinking about finishing the basement and it's not finished then you can kind of look at okay how would this you know layout is there enough room to do something is there enough room to get the type of space down there that I want okay so after that the next thing you're going to want to look at is how things operate, like your doors and everything like that. So look at the, the doors upstairs in the home. Look at the passage doors and just try a few. Close the master bedroom door. Does it actually latch? Does it have a lock on it? Try the bathroom door. Same thing. You know, Try the bedroom doors for the kids' bedrooms. Do they open and close or you know they're rubbing or you you shut it and then the door kind of just kind of falls back open again because if that happens that means that you know again you've got kind of a low quality install sometimes things happen houses do settle and it might just need a quick adjustment but it's important to look at that kind of stuff the other thing as you're looking at the doors take a quick peek at the flooring okay and look and see how the flooring is. Are there good transitions? Does the floor squeak when you walk over certain parts of it? Does it feel solid? You know, do the, do the little bit of a bounce test. You know, just kind of lightly kind of bounce up and down on the floor. Does it feel like it's, you know, bouncing underneath you or does it just feel really solid? Is, is the whole house kind of shimmy and shake when you do that? Again, that gives you an idea of the structure and the strength of that floor. Especially if you're a bigger guy or gal and you do that and the whole thing's shaking, well, you know, that, that's probably not a super solid floor system and framing job. So just kind of gives you an indication. Uh, a lot of people, when they come into our homes, they go, wow, this feels really solid. And we like to have that feeling and we tend to overbuild our homes, but you know, that's just something that we do. So that's an important thing to us. And if it's important to you, definitely look at that and, you know, make sure that you feel the floor. Does it feel solid? All right. And then the last thing 
that you're going to want to look at, seventh thing not to overlook when touring a home, is check out the faucets and the other product in the home and just see, is it brand name or is it generic? You know, look at the faucets. Are they are they a well-known brand of faucet that, you know, maybe has a good warranty with it, it has a track record, or is it something you've never heard of? And that, that's an indication of quality. You know, if it's a name brand that you know and recognize, that's great. You know, again, look at the windows. What brand were they? You know, look at some of the product. If they if they do use a box cabinet, is it a name, you know is it a name brand or is it, is it a cheaper box cabinet? What kind of appliances are they putting in? Have you ever heard of it? Is it is it a name brand or not? You know, typically builders that do put in the the higher recognized name brand products. They put them in for a reason because they're well-known, they're well-respected in the industry. Yes, they cost a little bit more money, but again, this is your home. You have to understand this. This is somewhere you're going to live for many years, and putting in subpar things in a home is something that you might regret down the road because it's a lot more expensive to change it out later than it is to just put it in right the first time. So make sure you're looking at all those things when you're touring a home. Don't just look at the aesthetics of it. Don't just... Say, hey, I can put my sofa here and it's got, you know, a nice big backyard and uh, I like the neighborhood. Let's buy it because you are going to end up with some regrets down the road if you do that. So make sure to follow those seven steps. Look at those things. Make sure that you're trying things out a little bit and, and don't be afraid to do that. And you can even let if there's an agent know, just say, hey, you know, I just need a couple minutes just to kind of go off on my own. I want to, you know, check everything out if that's okay. And uh, most of the time, if they want to sell the house, they're going to let you kind of do what you want because um, the more more that you interact with home, that's probably a good thing for them as well. So just let them know, hey, you want to try this out. Quality is important to you. And you're going to open up some of the cabinets and just kind of take a look at everything. And don't mind you, right? <laughs> All right. So I hope you found this episode of The Home Building Hero to be super informative. And whether you're going out on the weekend to tour home or you're doing a private tour, make sure to follow those steps because it will make for a much better experience and make sure that you are fully educated when you're touring that home. Make sure you also like and subscribe our podcast. So go on to your Apple iPod app and look for Home Building Hero and click subscribe to the podcast and you'll get notified every time we have a new episode, which happens to be every Monday, every Wednesday, and every Friday. So you will get notified as soon as a new episode drops. And if you have questions or you would like further information on a topic, please feel free to reach out to our brand new website, homebuildinghero.com. And you can fill out a form there and it will go right to me and I will take a look at it. And if it is something that we want to feature on the show, we'd be glad to do that for you. Or if you just have a question about something, reach out. We'd be glad to answer it for you. So I want to thank you again for tuning into the Home Building Hero and you all have a great day.